0: Hello and welcome to another edition of play me or fate me and thank you for joining us as always well the card is still in question for Tuesday night so I don't know if it was a winning card or not I do know this I did win a college basketball game how about that I cash on West Virginia plus the three against UCF and I cash on UMass minus the two and a half against BCU. still pending right now not looking the best I have San Diego State on the road at utah state they're down nine in the second half and i have byu they're currently up three in the second half against baylor i'll definitely be sweating that one out to the finish since you also backed that one on twitter but for today's podcast it's a little different it's time to go to the bullpen we got the substitute teacher coming in i'm going to turn over the reins one night a week to Coda capper kyle so i can spend some extra family time i guess He's the host of the Gambling Feud podcast. He's a big college football fan. He's the host of the Coda Capper College Football Central Show. And he was the guy that put several of you on those Kent State team totals to the under last year in college football that you like so much. He won a ton of awards at the recent Network Banquet. Yeah, he got all the flowers and the balloons. <laughs> He's a big sports trivia buff. He's an Iowa guy. He's probably seen Caitlin Clark at the local High V. Casey's Come and Goer Pizza Ranch. Not sure if I missed anything, but welcome back to the show, Kyle.
1: Thank you so much, Action. I'm honored to be able to host this once a week. I hope I give the viewers some winners as you've been doing so consistently as well. And I'm looking forward to it. I've I've always been listening to this show and a lot of people at the network always come to me and say, you know, Mr. Action Junkie, this is a guy I listen to all the time. He's a guy that gives out winners. And I hope I can do the same for the viewers myself that you do every single episode. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Well, not every episode. Trust me, uh, we've had some really bad days. You can't get too high, can't get too low. We'll have fun with this, but you always put me on the spot with a trivia question on your other show, so I'm going to do that to you today. Okay, who is the only Power Conference program to never win an NC two A tournament game? Do you know the answer?
1: Only Power Five, you said.
0: Well, P- Power Conference. Consider the Big East a Power Conference sure. as well. The answer is not in the Big East, but think the Power Five then plus the Big East.
1: That it, This is a callback to your dear friend,
0: Corey Adair. I believe it's Nebraska. I, You know what? You are a trivia buff. There's no doubt it is the Cornhuskers. Any idea how many games they've lost in the NCAA tournament without winning one? I think I don't think they've
1: made that many tourneys as it is. I think it's like... I'm going to guess eight.
0: Oh, very good. Okay, the all-time record right now... For the most tournament losses without winning a game is Boise State with nine. Uh, Nebraska's at seven, so you're only okay. off by one. The last appearance was under Tim Miles, and that was back in 2014 when they lost to Baylor in the 6-11 game. So, okay, there you go. Kyle knocks down a trivia question in this show. So, like I said, everyone, he's a good host. He's a heck of a guy. And I'm going to hit the mute button. I'm going to sweat out a couple of college basketball games, and I'm going to let you go through your four picks. Going forward, once again, it'll be a solo show with Kyle. I'm going to be quiet and let him take the show.
1: Sounds good, Action. Well, let's get to the plays for Wednesday, February 21st. I'm going to start in the ACC. I like Duke minus five and a half versus Miami, Ohio. The Blue Devils have been absolutely rolling since their loss in Chapel Hill at the beginning of the month, winning four games in a row and covering in every single one of them. The Hurricanes and the flip hand, they've lost the last four games and have struggled to kind of get in a rhythm, and they've struggled to cover as well in those games. The big thing to keep an eye out on this matchup, though, is the matchup between Kyle Filipowski for the Blue Devils going up against Norchad Omeer for the Hurricanes. Omeer this season has struggled going up against really, really solid bigs. He gave up 23 points to Boston College's big last game. Gave up 13 points the previous game before. Gave up 10 to Armando Baycott. I think Philipowski is going to have a huge, huge impact on this game. And not only that, but Duke's guards are really, really solid. Their entire team is very good at shooting the three. They're shooting 37.6% from behind the arc. 19th best in college basketball this season. This is a classic case of a great team going up against a struggling team. And the great team, I think, is going to be victorious this this time give me the blue devils minus five and a half against the hurricanes next up we're going to the big south the big south uh, conference that many of you probably will do a, a bet on occasionally give me unc asheville minus one against longwood if you look further If you're looking for a team that has been very good against the spread as of late, look no further than the Bulldogs of UNC Asheville. They have covered in seven of their last 10 games this season, including four out of their last five. Now that success comes from two different things. The Bulldogs have found their stride shooting from 3 this year. They're shooting 37.9% from 3, 17th best in all of college basketball. They're averaging about 8 made threes per game. That's been huge, but the biggest thing for them is their 6'11" big man Drew Pember, who's very likely going to win Big South Player of the Year this season. He's looking, he's leading the conference right now with 20.9 points per game and is second with 8 rebounds per game. This Bulldogs team is dangerous. And they're going to give Longwood all they can handle. They're also battling for the top of the conference right now. And a win tonight will give them a spot right in the hunt. And I think they're going to be victorious tonight in a very close matchup. Give me UNC Asheville minus one versus Longwood.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine. But he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, dot or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: Next, we're going to the Missouri Valley. I like Indiana State, minus 14 versus Valparaiso. The Sycamores, at one point this season, they were on cloud nine. They won Nine games in a row from January through the middle of February. However, they have lost their last two games and they found themselves out of the top 25. They were number 23 at one point. Now they're not even receiving votes. However, the last team, the last time these two teams faced off, the Sycamores won by 40. They have absolutely cruised by Valparais the last time they played. And the rebound game is going to be big for Indiana State. And I think there's going to be a lot of national attention. Going on them for good reason. They're shooting 49.8% from the field this season. That's fourth in college basketball. They're also averaging 84.1 points per game, which is 10th in college basketball. This offense is clicking right now. Meanwhile, the beacons of Valparaiso, they've struggled as of late. They they lost eight of their last... They've lost their last eight games with five of them coming by double digits. They've also given up 75.6 points per game, which is one of the worst in the country. Indiana State needs not only a win, but they need a statement win to get them going on the right track for the conference tournament. I don't think this game is going to be even close at all, and that offense for the Sycamores is just going to be too much for Valparaiso to handle. Give me Indiana State minus 14 against Valparaiso. Finally, we're going to finish up in the Big East. I like Marquette and DePaul to go under the 150 and a half. Marquette is coming off a game where they only scored 53 points. Now, granted, it was against the number one team in the country in UConn, but that still is not going to sit too well with them. They're going to come out not only try and score points, but they're also going to be locked in on defense. I know a lot of people are going to think that Marquette has these Big time offensive stars like Tyler Kolick and Cam Jones, but they're offense defensively, they're really solid as well. They're allowing 68.7 points per game. They're only allowing that. Meanwhile, to say that DePaul's season has been an under has been disappointing would be an absolute understatement. They've only won three games this year to South Dakota, Louisville, and Chicago State. They're scoring a mere 64.3 points per game, which is the 20th worst in college basketball. And they're only shooting 42% from the field this season. Marquette is going to make this an absolute slobber knocker. This game is going to be an absolute blowout, but I think that Marquette is going to hold the ball to very few points. And to add on top of that, Marquette is also 9-16 and this season to the over. And that seems to be quite high. So I think that, and that total seems quite high to me, I think that Marquette is going to hold DePaul to low scoring. And I think Marquette's going to win pretty handily. But I think they're going to the low scoring is going to be just enough for the under to hit. Give me the under Marquette DePaul of 150 and a half. So to recap my card for you guys, I have Duke minus five and a half against Miami, Florida. I got UNC Asheville minus the one against Longwood. I got Missouri V. Va- uh Indiana State minus the 14 against Valparaiso. And finally, to round it out, I got Marquette DePaul under the 150 and a half. I enjoyed hosting with you guys. I look forward to hosting every single it'll be Wednesday. You guys will hear me. And I'm ready to come with a lot more stats, a lot more trivia. I'm a big trivia guy myself, so I'm looking forward to giving you all some trivia questions. And as always, enjoy the games, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.